Regina and Christine, where we share our stories as women openly and honestly. We believe it's the right journeys, our happy and sad times that connect us as sisters, because we're all perfectly imperfect. Welcome back to Perfectly Imperfect. I am Christine. And I'm Regina. I really like the idea of us sharing stories for our intro and Regina was telling me about a story that I'm like, what the heck? Okay, I, I, why don't you just go? You just start it. <laughs> tell, tell them what you were telling me. So I have this like really weird thing about people who name their pets really human names. What is really versus not really human? It's because I was walking around West Village the other day and I could hear this woman walking behind me. And all of a sudden she goes, ah, Sophia, what are you doing? Come on. And I like turned around expecting her to be like yelling at her child or her granddaughters. And I turn around and she's yelling at her little white Maltese who just sat on the ground and didn't want to move. And she's like, Sophia. And I just, I couldn't get over it. I was like, it sounds like you're yelling at a child when in reality you're yelling at this tiny little Maltese. Assuming that they understand exactly what you're saying. (laughs) Exactly. I think that's the funniest part. When I go home and my mom's yelling at her dog, sometimes I get confused that she's yelling at me. And then she says it in Mandarin. She's like, are you just going to just stand out there? Like, do you know that no one cares what you're doing right now? Get back in here and eat your food because enough is enough. You know, I'm sure. It is really funny when you're actually listening to it. Yeah, so now add like a human name to that. That's true. That is true. (laughs) So thank you for sharing about your random life events in New York. You're welcome. Going off of that. (laughs) We're terrible at segues. (laughs) (laughs) So Regina, what are we talking about this week? Today we're talking about why girls date assholes. Ah, Ah, You can feel the rage. I know. Like going off to the nice girl story episode, this just seemed very fitting. Yeah, it felt incomplete without addressing this point. So, yeah, here we are. Here we going are. from talking about dogs to assholes. Hey, that's a transition. <laughs> <laughs> we wanted to dive into that age old saying that girls only like to date assholes. Ugh. It's not that we like to date assholes, it's just that we end up dating them. <laughs> Maybe because, like, there's so many assholes that it's just inevitable. It does seem like an inevitable task. But, okay, I guess to the point that, you know, why do girls date assholes? I mean, there is some truth to that. So that's why it exists. But it's also the way that you look at it. And, yeah, we wanted to explore that idea and kind of give our experience of what goes on in our heads, especially as nice girls. It's always, like, girls that you wouldn't expect mm-hmm. to date an asshole. That's yeah. really what we're addressing, where it's like, why would that girl date that? type of guy yeah we're gonna get into all of that today so we tried to break it up into three parts first we wanted to kind of dive into the appeal of dating an asshole because when we were young little girls we didn't dream of our prince charming being an asshole what was that appeal that led us to these guys who treated us horribly i can say from personal experience that the first part of it is charm yeah they're super super charming we have the tendency to get blindsided and fall in love with that charm and confidence that they exude 
It's the charismatic life of the party. He's a smooth talker. He has swag and mm-hmm. all of that. But yeah, it's that swag that gets us because you're like, ooh, he's so smooth. And he has a comeback for everything that you have to say. And, you know, when yeah. you throw it at him, he throws it right back. Ooh, chemistry. Exactly. It's what you translate into chemistry, even though it may not be. It's this facade of what chemistry is. He represents another type of fantasy. Yeah. The motorcycle riding leather jacket kind of appeal. Yeah, that's the image, right? He's always wearing like a white v-neck shirt with jeans. I think of Johnny Depp. Okay, okay. I can see that. So the type of girls that we're talking about are the girls that are usually perceived as nice girls. That's why you were just like, why would those girls date assholes? The stages of this nice girl is usually that, you know, she's dated a nice guy and she's like, oh, this is not for me. So they go through a phase of they think they need someone that's more edgy and cool. Or something that's the exact opposite. Yeah, in their heads, right? And then this guy comes along and you see it in movies where it's like, wow, a guy like that usually doesn't think I'm cool enough. The fact that he's paying attention to me, it kind of like validates you. You like that feeling that you're like, I can't be cool too. I'm not just such a straight-laced, boring girl. (laughs) Which kind of leads us to our next point, that there is this thrill to dating an asshole. Because Mm -hmm. going along that picture of what we've described, he's adventurous. You don't really know what's coming next. You can't plan for it. You're always kept on your toes. Exciting. He's living day-to-day and throws all his worries to the wind and gives zero Fs about what other people think. And you're like... Wow, that's exciting to live life that way. <laughs> watch, watching Christine describe it and like putting your hand on her neck, it's just like, oh, wow. <laughs> then there's the challenge, mm-hmm. the challenge of dating an asshole. Because you don't know what he's going to do next or what he's thinking, but he keeps throwing this charm and excitement at you. You keep feeling like you can go along for the ride. Or you can change him. He's been waiting his entire life for someone like you to come in and change him for the better. Because how many Korean dramas have we watched where the asshole treats the girl like dirt, shoves her on the freaking floor, and then at the end she's like, oh my god, I love you. That's, I don't know, K-dramas, oh, that's <laughs> another topic where it's such a negative type of addiction in the terms of what we accept as what romance is. And I just hate the scenes. Like, the girl's like, no, no, don't touch me. And then the guy grabs her as if he didn't hear her and then makes out with her. And then she's like struggling at first. And then she gives in and she's like, yes, yes. And you're like, no. (laughs) At the time when you're watching it, you're like, oh my God, they're finally together. I mean, I'm totally guilty of that. That's the irony of watching these K-dramas and stuff. We actually dream of that. We think that that's what romance is and that's what passion is. And therefore, when we see assholes like that, we are drawn to them because we feel like, oh, it's going to play out like this K-drama. And they end up together and they have so much chemistry. And it's all based off of this chemistry. The interesting thing about an asshole is that although he exudes all this confidence and this edge and all these things that we talked about, what's most appealing is his sensitive side. Oh, yes. That's how they reel you in. Mm -hmm. The thing about assholes is that they have feelings. (laughs) They do end up liking the girl. Even if he decides to treat her terribly, assholes will like a girl to a certain extent, which is why he chose her in the first place. And it's that sensitive side that draws girls in. I have friends who 
who have dated guys where they're like, oh, but he's not like that. You don't know his whole story. I know his whole story and I know what's true in his heart Mm -hmm. because he had a rough childhood. Oh, he has a really dysfunctional relationship with his parents and they see the potential in that sensitivity of who he could become. They think that it's validation in terms of giving him depth. Mm, because without mm-hmm. that depth without that struggle why is he such an asshole <laughs> you know it's like yeah. Yeah, he's just a guy that doesn't care right. but then if he has something he's overcame this and this is why he's like this this is why he's fighting life this yeah. is why he has this ambition to be bigger and better and but then you're like oh he's like yeah. an amazing human being <laughs> right and when your friends keep telling you he's not that nice of a person he's treated other girls horribly in the past as well girls don't see that because they're like oh but he's willing to open up up to me just me just me just me the twist on that situation is that a lot of the times these assholes are extremely narcissistic Mm -hmm. and they just want someone to listen to them a lot of these relationships end up being the girl just constantly listening to the guy listening to his troubled childhood his bad relationships and they get so invested because they want to fix him but they don't realize that they're not getting anything out of the relationship there's that pool of oh he's trusting me he never opens up with anyone else but he's trusting me with his information so you kind of feel like an obligation and almost like yeah it makes you feel special and then you want to help him mm-hmm. and you're like i see the potential i believe in i believe in you yeah i believe in you and then you get lost in trying to save him when all the while i mean we'll get into the realities of things at the end of the day you see like he never wanted to change in the first place mm-hmm. and only he can change himself there's nothing that you can do you can try to inspire or you can try to say things and be like a shoulder for him to cry on but that's all you'll be you'll never change him mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and if, even if you think that he's changed it's not real change if, especially if he's doing it for you it'll revert back no matter at what age oh my god assholes <laughs> when they don't change they're just they're always an asshole and then when you actually date an asshole or you know an asshole you've been through this you start to realize that assholes are one of the most insecure people on this planet mm-hmm. they just do a really good job of trying to convince everyone else and themselves that they're confident and they don't care but they care the most mm-hmm. they're running from the biggest monsters they're dealing with a lot of insecurities that they don't want to face so they put on this act and this facade that's why they turn to alcohol and they get into fights because they feel this need to show off to the world like oh i don't need anyone yeah i'm not defined by the world but really they care the most about what people think Mm -hmm. about them they go in this downward spiral where it's almost like a self-sabotage oh, you know what? I'm going to get to my worst point and show everyone that I really don't care and they don't really care about me and this is the world is proven to be such a crappy place. It is a cry out for help for themselves. You see them in this spiral and you want to pull them out because you see that their lives could be so much better if they resolve that in themselves. And you see the potential of what a great human being that they could be, but the reality is that's not who they are now. And you can't get them to that point of being that potential. Only they can get there. But it's that glimmer of hope that keeps you attached and invested. You know that underneath all these layers of confidence and charm, he's just a human being. And a lot of times, some of them will say like, I don't want to do this anymore, as in I want to be better, and this is not the type of life I want to lead. But you have to look at their actions. Mm -hmm, Because actions speak louder than words. You can't help someone that is unwilling to help themselves. Even if they say that, they want to think that. If they don't make the moves for themselves, 
you're like, hey, I made an appointment for you with a therapist. If they're not showing you with actions that they mentally want to be doing that and they keep withdrawing back to their addictions of whatever escape that they're using, they're not ready themselves to face that yet. And you have to come to terms with that yourself. How much of your life do you want to invest and put all your energy into something that may take a lifetime? If your life is being affected in a negative manner in regards to him and his actions, then that's a sign that you need to get out. This is your life, not mm-hmm. his life. But we all know that one girl who keep clinging on to the fact that, no, he is a good guy. You just don't know him the way that I do. Why do you think she keeps staying in that relationship? Why do you think she's so invested? I think there are several reasons and it does depend on where she is in her life. I mean, go as deep as in she has daddy issues. That's a really big reason as to she doesn't know how to receive love in the right way because her first experience with love without any expectations is from her father. And if she doesn't get that, then that impacts the way that she sees love for the rest of her life. Or it could be self-sabotage, which I was at before and sometimes still am, where we're so scared of being truly happy. And that may sound so hard to understand, but it is because the potential of being so happy with someone means that that person can absolutely ruin you. Because in order to be that happy, you have to just open up and give it all. Yeah, and I think that that's still something that I have not been able to do. I mean, you know, I've always put this on the fact that I'm like, oh, well, I haven't met the right person. But to be that vulnerable with someone takes so much strength. It really does. And there's like a lot of trust. I think a lot of women tend to date assholes because they kind of know what it is. They know that they're not going to go that deep with someone or that it won't really work out. So might as well just stay in a mediocre relationship and know that you'll get hurt and this is what it is he's an asshole versus being with someone that has great potential this could be it but then that person can really ruin your idea of happiness these girls go into these relationships being like well i know he's an asshole so that i've already lowered my standards but when you're spending that much time with someone and you learn that much about someone and you begin to feel that potential oh, what if this one thing could be different? And it's those thoughts that keep these nice girls in these relationships. If they're two, three years deep into this, that just... They're in denial. They're in denial. And that has just become their norm. You accept the love you think you deserve. Yes. And if you think that, well not really worth that extreme happiness. So I guess I'll take what's second best, which is this asshole. You accept bad behavior because that's the level of respect that you believe you're worthy of. Mm -hmm. So for example, I dated a guy in college. Let's call him David. At the time, I had gotten out of a long-term relationship and I wanted to have fun, you know? I wanted to keep it cash. And like David was all of that. (laughs) He was my Asian Johnny Depp. Really looking at it, I thought it like, oh no, it's because I wanted to keep it casual that his behavior and the way he treated me, calling me at 2 a.m. in the morning when he was drunk, or that one time where something happened with my car and I called him just, I don't know, just for like emotional support. And he literally said, why are you calling me? Oh my God. Yeah, and then we had been dating for a year. He was so just that type of guy where it's just, we're not in a relationship, but we are dating. And I'll text you at 2 a.m. It's the 2 a.m. text that you need to pay attention to. Nothing good ever happens past 12 a.m. to 1 a.m. I would even say at 11 p.m. to be honest. (laughs) 
he had all day to text you and he didn't think to do it until he's like, oh, I can't really sleep at 2 a.m. Let me see what she's up to. That's really what he saw me as, even though we did confide in each other and he did show his sensitive side and we were friends before we started quote unquote dating. But the way that he treated me in that sense was like a doormat. And I couldn't see it at the time because I was in such this state of like, I don't care either. Because he doesn't care, I don't care. Yeah. Oh my gosh, yes. When I first moved to New York, I was in that mentality, that very sex in the city mentality. I'm going to date everyone. And I remember there's this one guy who just couldn't make plans with me more than like a day in advance. Mm. I was always like an afterthought. It was always, oh, hey, what are you up to tonight? Hey, want to grab a drink in an hour? And I'd be like, excuse you. Excuse you. That's so... So rude, but okay, where? (laughs) (laughs) I just remember feeling like a leftover, but it was those times when he did reach out that I was like, oh. At least he's thinking about me. Yeah. Yeah. And you felt like you had the upper hand when in reality, you're just playing his game. You're just a pawn in his world. I was telling Regina, the thing with assholes that you don't realize until you're like over it. The entire time you're thinking you have some sort of control in it that you totally are calling the shots in your own way that this is what you want. But looking at it, it's like, oh man, that guy was the most selfish asshole that thought of himself first. And you just validated it because you're just like, oh, I don't want to be that girl. You took things too seriously. You want to commit a relationship. Mm -hmm. Assholes don't like girls like that. I think girls in their early 20s, mid 20s, it's the whole idea Mm -hmm. of I'm finding myself. I'm having fun. That's usually when girls start to date assholes. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying it's a phase because I know girls in their 30s are still with assholes. (laughs) it is that idea that you justify how he treats you and so he'll continue to treat you like that and one of the signs that i personally know from experience Mm -hmm. is that when i'm not willing to tell my girlfriends the full story like yeah we went out on the super cute date but he also called me like an hour before like i leave those details out because i just wanted to focus on the good and i think that it's taking note of why am I hiding that? Because I'm embarrassed. I didn't want to admit to the fact that, oh, I was just an afterthought. Those are the mind games that assholes play with you too, because then they'll be like, wait, why do you care what your friends think? Or, Mm -hmm. you know, why does it matter? We both know that what we have is, it's between Uh, us, it's casual, you know, and you know that I care about you, and then we don't have to define our relationship in order to know that we care. You know, and the thing about that is they're like half-truths. In terms of like, you don't need to care what other people think about you. You don't need to define your relationship in order to know where you guys are at. But then if you know that there's a part of you that's nudging at you, like that's not fully what I believe, but I'm going to go along with it because if I'm going to be with someone like that, that's what it is, right? We give part of ourselves up just to be in this type of whatever relationship it is with this asshole. It's to prove to ourselves that we are kind-hearted, we're cool, and also, as much as we're dating an asshole, it's also defining who we are as women at the time and how we want to see ourselves and how we want the world to see us. Right. It's funny because when you're going through it, you're so entranced. But looking back at it now, I think it's safe to say that both of us look at that time and we're like, oh my God, what were we thinking? (laughs) Oh man, I went through so many different phases of myself or just evolutions of who I was and who I thought I was and what it meant to me. I don't regret dating assholes (laughs) (laughs) i think it was very necessary to shape and help me realize who i was who i want to be 
and the core of who I am. And it really did take selfish guys who only cared about themselves to really highlight what I thought at the time was important, which it really mm-hmm. wasn't. And especially in a romantic sense, we like to think about the fantasy of what our partners mean and what it means to us when really, you know, <laughs> after I dated David, I went on this single, I was like, I'm not dating anyone anymore. I was <laughs> like, I need to know me. Yeah, he really made me question a lot of things about myself. So I'm, I'm appreciative of that. I think after hearing a lot of stories of how girls are super attracted to assholes, etc., these nice guys end up feeling like they need to be assholes in order to attract the girl that they want. Yes. We touched base upon that in the nice girl story episode and the whole idea that nice guys start channeling their inner asshole in order to get the girls because they feel those are the traits that girls are looking for. Yeah, I feel like a lot of times people think that nice guy is synonymous to being a doormat. Mm -hmm. It's not the opposite, where nice guys are doormats and assholes are adventurous and fun and exciting. The idea that nice guys want to be assholes to get girls, you really have to ask yourself as a nice guy, what is your goal? The idea that you're a nice guy and you wanted to be in a committed relationship with this girl and she rejected you and she went for this asshole. The whole goal of what you're trying to do was be in a committed relationship with someone that you really care about deeply and that they care about you. But then when you channel yourself as an asshole, sure, you can get the girl temporarily, but then you do realize that you have to be someone else in order for this girl to be attracted to you. And then in that sense, by being this other persona, you start channeling this other side of it's not really a committed relationship like the way that you wanted you start playing all these games in order to keep this girl interested it's not the relationship that you have set out wanting but you're using just a different tactic a different strategy but the goal that you're aiming for is not what you're gonna get at the end of the day you're not being true to yourself you won over a girl who fell in love with your fake persona Mm -hmm. and that's the reality of the situation and if you actually go through what we just said about the girls mentality of why we're attracted to assholes you begin to see that that's actually not the type of girl that you want to be with there's a lot of issues in her head about that and what she's telling herself and what she's actually looking for within that has nothing to do with you it actually has nothing to do with the asshole has nothing to do with you as a nice guy has everything to do with where she is how she sees herself and the phase in her life not that this is the actual way that things will guarantee play out but a lot of times girl dates nice guy doesn't feel that that's for her starts dating assholes because she feels like she's looking for something else and then she realizes the assholes are just assholes right and then like that's not what she wants in her life and then she's getting to a point in her life where she's settling down wants to make real good life decisions and what does she want in her life in the future she matures basically and then in that sense she's looking for a stable guy that really loves her a good guy a lot of my girlfriends they're in that stage of their life that you want to be in a real adult relationship with someone that actually cares and loves you at the end of the day the core thing that they're looking for is a good guy and the girls that continuously choose to go back to those self-destructive relationships it means that they're not ready and they may never be ready Mm -hmm. that can be flipped on either gender yeah when I look back on it, a lot of this like nice girl, asshole, nice guy, whatever it is, it's all on the superficial basis where you're not really looking at the actual person and who they are and what they represent. You're idealizing someone that 
is not real and you're chasing a fantasy that you pulled from a movie from a k-drama that in your own head you're like oh this is what this person represents to me at this time and when you move past that stage and you really look at the human being for who they are then you can make actual good decisions in terms of do i want this person in my life do i want to invest in this person and vice versa you know, nice guys romanticizing nice girls, that's not who they really are. And nice girls romanticizing assholes, that's not who they are. Mm-hmm. You look at it for what it is, you're going to see that none of this is real. This idea of assholes get a lot of girls, what does that mean? In the guys' world, it gives you more credibility, right? Like, oh, wow, you have so much game. And as nice guys, you feel like you don't have any game. But as assholes, because you get so many girls, you're so much more respected. But a lot of those relationships are very meaningless and you're chasing things that are empty. And I think by putting on this aside, really dig deep into why. What are you trying to hide? What are you trying to show? What are you trying to prove? Right. Why do you feel the need to be someone that you're not? If you keep chasing the wrong girls for the wrong reasons and you keep putting up a fake persona just so that you can potentially attract that girl that you've idealized, you're not doing yourself any favors. Yeah, I completely agree. And also advice to the assholes out there. Stop it. Stop (laughs) it. (laughs) One thing, just keep it real so the girl knows what's up. Don't give her empty promises that you know you can't keep. I know you guys are smooth in your own ways, so you like to say things that sound pleasing to her or make yourself sound better and like, oh no, I'm going to change. Oh no, I do want a relationship in the future. Whatever it is, if you don't, just keep it real. Honestly, you owe her that much. At the Mm -hmm, end of the day, mm -hmm. you want to be a selfish human being. That is your life and that's how you want to live it. I don't disagree that we all live selfishly. But then I think Mm -hmm. the least that you can do to someone that you quote unquote care about is just to be upfront. Because, you know, there are two people involved in a relationship. And if the asshole has been clear about it the entire time, like, I don't see this as a relationship. I never want to be in a relationship with you. But the girl keeps trudging on. That's totally on her. That is why at the end of the day, no matter how much I look back and I'm like, oh, David, he's actually one of the guys I respect the most that I dated because he kept it real from the beginning and he was consistent about it. And I mm-hmm. totally take responsibility for romanticizing things in my head because I want a validation from him. That's the one thing about assholes too. As a nice girl, you want validation because like, they don't give it to you mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> because they're not looking for a relationship with you. They dangle it in front of you without actually ever giving it to you. And I think that's also like a huge misconception where the girl always seems to be victimized. Like, oh, she's so helpless in this situation where the guy is such an asshole. But a lot of the time, the girl knows. You know what's up. You totally know what's up. You know what's up when you get that 2 a.m. text. Open up your eyes and face reality, girl. It's your life and you're wasting it living in a fantasy. Exactly. Also, another thing to assholes, and this is where it gets real, The internal pain that you're running from is not going to disappear no matter how many distractions you find in life, girls, and addictions. Whatever you're trying to run from, it is going to destroy you if you don't face it. And I'm just going to leave it at that. Boom. Drop the mic. Yeah. (laughs) Wait, wait, wait. We can't drop the mic just yet. We have to give advice to the girls. Oh, that's right. Okay, okay. Coming coming back and picking up the mic. Okay. (laughs) So 
To the girls. To the girls. The number one thing for me is just you can't change them unless they want to change themselves. Mm -hmm. There's so many years of learned behavior of them acting this way and getting away with it, whether it's due to bad parenting in the beginning or just them charming their way out of really tough situations. They've gotten away with this their entire lives and they are not going to change anytime soon. Not even for you. Mm Mm-hmm. You need to love someone for who they actually are versus their potential. Until they are that, then either love them exactly how they are or give them up to somebody else that will. And I think it's important for you to not only pay attention to his actions and your actions and how you accept them, but pay attention to what your girlfriends have to say, Mm -hmm. especially the ones who are really close to you. Because they always have your best intention. And if they're constantly asking you, why are you still with him? And they're constantly, you know, nagging you about this. Admitting to your faults can be kind of annoying. I know in certain situations where my friends started nagging me about something and it was easier to ignore them than to actually accept the reality of the situation. But we all have those really close friends that'll tell you what's up. And then when they tell you what's up, listen to them. Because they can actually see it for what it is versus you have a filter on because you have an attachment. Of course, it is a balance of listening to your own voice and listening to other voices. But I really feel like your girlfriends know. Mm -hmm. Oh, they know. And also something that I see in other people and that I had to admit to myself is that by dating an asshole, you're validating his behavior to not only you but how he treats other people that really makes me think twice about the type of person i am when i'm dating an asshole because if he treats you like that there's a certain degree of assholeness that he treats the world too and if you are okay with that not only okay with that but you're like his partner in it what does that say about you yeah i actually feel like you're guilty by association you're like an accomplice Yeah, as much as you want to say like, oh no, I pull him back. I try to help him see what's good and what's not. No, you're validating his behavior by being with him. And if he doesn't change for himself and doesn't see that, then you're not really doing anything good. I don't, I feel like a lot of nice girls like to play innocent in that. Like, oh, that's him. I'm a good person. When you're with someone... Even being friends with an asshole sometimes is just like, come on. You are the people that you surround yourself with. Yeah. Right? It's like you're the average of the five people that you spend the most time with. And when I actually took in that quote, I cut out a lot of people in my life. I think Regina and I both know someone who is exactly like that. Yeah. And it is a push and pull in terms of like you always being good people. You want to believe in the good in someone and they do show good signs, right? They show potentials. Mm -hmm. But then when they're an asshole, they're a really big asshole. Mm -hmm. That's the thing where you have to face where the amount of good that you do doesn't offset the bad. And you really have to look at the person and what they say, what their actions say. In that sense, if you're dating one, their mentality, how they see the world, it bleeds into you because you're spending so much time with them. And then so you start justifying a lot of bad, negative thoughts that they have upon the world and other people. And it bleeds in and you don't even notice it until you detox from that person. Yeah. Obviously, this topic is a much bigger discussion, and there's actually a lot of points that we didn't hit again, (laughs) but this episode is a follow-up to our nice girl story, and that's because a lot of you guys had reached out to us and, you know, had more questions and more points about the nice girl story. And if you guys haven't checked out that episode, feel free to go back into our podcast feed. It was episode number 14, the nice girl story. You know, after you listen to this episode and you're like, hey, you didn't talk about this or I had a question about that, email us, contact us. And our email is 
theperfectlyimperfectpodcast at gmail.com. We might just have a series of this. We were just talking about it. Maybe we'll have a series of this whole nice guys, assholes, nice girls. And please, it would mean so much to us for you to rate and subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Play, whatever app you use to catch RSS feeds. We love reading your reviews and it really does help us a lot. Yeah. All right, then. We will talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye.